Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of The Life Podcast from Pacific Life. I'm Stephen Mitchell coming to you solo today. I'm usually here with my partner, Bill Bell, but Bill had other things to do today, so I have plenty of elbow room today for this uh, interview, and I'm delighted to welcome a new guest that we have not had on The Life Podcast before to discuss a very exciting new accelerated underwriting program that we have here at Pacific Life. So I'd like to welcome Jen Suazo. Uh, to our podcast today. Now, Jen is the AVP for Underwriting Innovations. So this is one of these rare cases where we have a job title that fits exactly to what Jen does and why we have her on the show today. So Jen, welcome to the Life Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm happy to be here. Uh, Jen, before we get into the to the business, why don't you just give people a little bit of background of what you currently do at Pacific Life and what you did before you grew up and came to Pacific Life? Um, as you mentioned, I'm the AVP for Underwriting Innovations here at Pacific Life, and um, my team and I are responsible for the implementation of the underwriting roadmap and looking forward to bringing new and exciting ways to improve the customer experience as we try to sell more life insurance and get the valuable products out there into the industry. I actually started out with Pacific Life back in 2003. I was a performance consultant at that time and then moved into the operations area to manage in the new business um, process. I actually left uh, PL in in 2010, moved to the East Coast, and realized the error of my ways and came back to Pacific Life in 2015, where I was going to launch the or start the underwriting vendor operations role, which evolved into underwriting innovations. And now here I am today with the team. Well, great decision, Jen, to come back to the West Coast, of course, just in time for the the COVID shutdown. But of course, we're delighted to have you back at the company, whether we're in the same building uh, yet or not. Uh, So we're anxious to get into the topic today. But before we do that, we do have to take care of business with the lawyers. So listen to these very important disclosures uh, before we get back into the topic, everyone. Thanks, Stephen. Although this podcast is sponsored by Pacific Life Insurance Company, the opinions and views expressed are those of the hosts and participants and do not necessarily reflect Pacific Life Insurance Company's views on any of the topics discussed. Products slash materials availability and features may vary by state. And don't forget to stick around at the end of this podcast for more exciting disclosures. Well, thank you so much for those very important disclosures. Now we can get back to business. So, Jen, we... Uh, are very fond of acronyms here at the company. And to describe this exciting new underwriting program, we've got a great new acronym, and that acronym is PAL, P-A-L. Can you maybe start off our discussion today by telling our listeners what PAL stands for? We are really good at our acronyms, and I'm really excited about this one. So PAL stands for Pacific Accelerated Life, and it's an opportunity for clients to get up to $10 million in death benefit protection with no medical exams and the convenience of our e-capabilities. The e-capabilities include our e-applications, which for our regional life offices and marketing organizations are on the porch platform. For WFG or World Financial Group, it's our iPipeline option. We also have e-delivery, which became very popular during the pandemic when we all had to stay in our homes and and shelter in place. And then we have um, planned performance tracking or PPT, another great acronym that we've had. Now, PPT we've had around for a while, so hopefully everybody knows and loves that platform. But it kind of rounds out our digital capabilities that we have at this time. You know, did these digital, I mean, we've all been really anxious to get as many, you know, E this and E that at the company. Did the COVID situation, did it speed those initiatives up at all? Or were they sort of on their own clock uh, before COVID? 
We have, as an organization, have really been focused on digital transformation. So I can say that, you know, this was a high priority from our CEO, Jim Morris, on down. But I will tell you that COVID brought on an opportunity for us to definitely accelerate that. And we say that's a little bit of a, a blessing in, in disguise there because it really gave us an opportunity to put some of the things that we've been trying to do for some time to practice. And so we looked at how do we put the guidelines in place, alternative data sources, and how do we promote the digital capabilities that we're so proud of? So this is maybe one of those very, very minor advantages to the to the pandemic that, like you say, we got some very real-world accelerated Absolutely. attention on these programs that we've been developing for a long time. Now, a lot of the people in the audience that listen to the podcast have been with uh, Pacific Life for a number of years, and they're probably, some of them are familiar with our old executive class underwriting program. How is PAL different from that program? An executive class underwriting was a state-of-the-art program when it rolled out, and it really did set us apart, especially in the affluent space. I think what separates PAL from executive class underwriting is that some of the, the guidelines that you would have to have in place to qualify for executive class underwriting really do not apply to the, the PAL accelerated underwriting program. So you have the higher age and face amount limits. To, you know, we can get up to the $10 million that exists, but the financial underwriting guidelines that we use are the guidelines that we use for our normal cases. We don't have the additional income requirements or the additional occupation requirements that existed under executive class. And then the policy funding really goes back to the policy funding that it exists for our more traditional sales. Yeah. Well, that sounds great. I, I, I was always, you know, I always wondered from a distance how we did some of that financial underwriting because, yeah, you have to be in a certain kind of job, certain mm-hmm. income level and so forth. And so this new program sounds um, easier relative to that that older program. Absolutely. Well, Jen, you know, this will come as a big shock to you, but a lot of our producers like to have everything now. Um, And when they heard about this program, I'm sure they they were anxious to do it like right away. I understand that we're implementing PAL in phases. Can you describe what's happening there? We understand. We would all like everything to be ready at the same time with the bow tied on it, ready to go out the door. Our approach has been to deliver what we call incremental value, trying to get something out to benefit as many as we can as quickly as we can. With PAL, the way we're looking at it is showcasing the experiences we have now and then building upon that. So when we look at digital capabilities, we have the e-applications, which we launched last year. We have e-delivery, which started in 2020, but just really come into its own in 2021. We have Plan performance tracking or PPT, which has been around for several years. And now we're really happy to um, say that we've launched About Me, which is our new online health history platform. So we'll continue to look at how we continue to build and deliver upon the values that we've had and continue that furthering of the value proposition. It's part of our digital transformation. We want to continue to look at how we make PAL bigger and better as we move forward. Yeah, that again, you know, I 
get back to the fact that in your title, I, I was glad to see that word innovation with, with, with your title, because again, as you said, this is probably the most important, at least from my perspective, the most important innovations that are happening in the industry today are around new business, underwriting, how we get business in the door. Of course, you know, the life business has been sort of the last industry to, to kind of come into the 21st century with a lot of these, these technologies. So I think everyone will understand that, that things will happen in phases. But like with our PPT system over the years, you know, we implemented that system in phases as well. And the functionality just got better and better and better and better. I'm sure that the same thing uh, will be happening with the PAL program. So I, I mentioned, um, I, I think I mentioned something about, you know, what the other companies have been doing. Um, let's shift our perspective to maybe how the PAL program compares to what our competitors are doing these days. Now, again, this will come as a shock to you that our listeners aren't doing all their business with Pacific Life, even though we'd like them to do all their business with Pacific Life, of course, but they do uh, look at other competitors. Um, what are other competitors offering in terms of these kinds of underwriting programs and how does PAL compare? I think that, you know, uh, we'd like to think that we're doing something that nobody else is doing. And the reality is, especially with COVID and some of the other things that have happened in the industry, we all are trying to get to that digital space. So we're launching accelerated programs. We're launching digital capabilities, e-applications, um, looking at e-delivery. I think what's setting us apart when we look at it is we still want to maintain what we think makes Pacific Life different. So we don't want to lose that value we place on the relationship. We don't want to lose that superior level of customer service that we feel we provide um, to our producers and to our consumers every day. And so when we look at our programs, we're looking at programs that are really competitive, that speak to how we play in the affluent space. Our programs, as I mentioned, we have up to $10 million. $10 million is really operates well in that affluent space where you see so many other carriers who have much lower face amount limits. Yeah. Our ages yes, help you get up into those older age uh, ranges. The other things that we're looking at, we look at how to keep individuals on to a fluidless option. So it's not a black box that just says, okay, you didn't qualify. You had something that was wrong. We're going to need to get you examined. So really personalizing that experience for the applicant. So with any new program, of course, Jen, there are always exceptions and things that, that you have to kind of get at some additional details on. So are there any exceptions to the PAL program, such as, you know, certain products or, you know, certain risk impairments? There are. So our products are going to be limited to the individual life products. And we have several, so I'm not going to list all of those out right now, but you can find the current list out on Lifeline and our bulletins will contain what the current products that are supported. In addition, the programs, the accelerated and frictionless programs are, are available for those uh, risks that are standard or better. So we do have some options that will help you identify the cases that are best to qualify for um, accelerated or frictionless underwriting. There there's a qualification flyer that we've built out on Lifeline that really does help you walk through um, with your applicant. Do they have any health issues? Are there some things that might knock them out of the accelerated path? And so you, to level set expectations, you might want to go through that with them before you apply. That makes sense. Uh, you've used these uh, expressions several times during our conversation today. Can you 
tell us what the difference is between accelerated underwriting and frictionless underwriting. Absolutely. So for accelerated, accelerated, you're talking about using data, the interview information that the applicant provides to us, numerous data sources, MIB, Medical Information Bureau results, pharma history, prescription history from the applicant, um, medical claims data, and putting all of that together and help building a profile for the applicant. And that allows us to determine the type of risk that we have and determine if we're going to be able to take that applicant without having to get an additional medical exam or fluids. In our accelerated program, the limits are up to 5 million for up to age 50. And then for those ages 51 through 60, you can have up to $3 million in coverage. For frictionless, you're actually going into those higher face amounts. That's how we get up to that $10 million dollars in coverage. And what frictionless is, it allows you to go through the application process without an exam and additional labs if you've been examined by your physician in the last 12 months and had labs completed. So again, we want to personalize it to the applicant. We want to get through the process literally as pain painless as possible and make sure that it's a pleasant experience. So you have two options. You have the accelerated option, and then you have frictionless where we might order medical records. Got it. So obviously that uh, now that this program is, is up and running, there's probably listeners uh, that would like to take advantage of the program. What advice would you give to anyone listening to the podcast today who's interested in getting more information and taking advantage of the new program? So Lifeline is a great resource. We do have our qualification flyers and numerous bulletins that are out there, but reach out to your Pacific Life Home Office representative. They're well-versed on our programs. They're happy to help you. They're very excited about the new capabilities that we have and they'll be glad to walk you through that process. Well, that sounds like great advice. And again, thanks for joining us today, Jen. I know that we've, you know, we've, we've been really looking forward to having you on the show and the timeliness of the topic with what we've gone through as an industry the last year or two. I uh, just can't imagine a better or, or a happier coalescence of, of forces here. So delighted to have you back on the West Coast. We look forward to seeing you in the office again one of these days. And really delighted that you were able to come in and spend some time in telling, telling our listeners about this terrific new program. Thank you so much. I give a lot of credit to the team. It was a really, really, really good work of a lot of people involved in this. Terrific. Thanks for joining us today, Jen. Thanks. Well, that's a wrap for another exciting episode of the Life Podcast, a, a very exciting one today with uh, Jen telling us about that PAL program. Uh, just a reminder to our listeners, uh, you can get more information on the PAL program on our website, which is lifeinsurance.pacificlife.com. I think that there's a dedicated PAL page with extra resources and reading material there for your, your enjoyment and pleasure. So for those of you that uh, listen to these podcasts, keep those cards and letters coming. If you have a question, be sure to send us the question at the mailbag at pacificlife.com. And for those of you that are feeling so inclined and want to leave a comment or a question or give us a great rating, uh, just go to the the Life Podcast page, which is thelifepodcast.com. So again, thanks for uh, Jen and her contributions to our show today. Thank you for uh, my co-host, Bill, for not being here today. Uh, it was really smooth without him. And to our great producers for all of their help. And for, of course, last but not least, our great listeners out there. So thanks for tuning in to the Life Podcast. Happy selling, everyone. And we will hopefully see you or, I guess, talk to you on our next podcast. Thanks. Bye. 
The primary purpose of life insurance is death benefit protection. Life insurance is subject to underwriting and approval of the application and will incur monthly policy charges. Pacific Life is a product provider. It is not a fiduciary and therefore does not give advice or make recommendations regarding insurance or investment products. WFG is not an affiliate of Pacific Life Insurance Company. The issuance of a policy may depend upon the answers to the health questions contained in the application. Pacific Life Insurance Company is licensed to issue insurance products in all states except New York. Product slash material, availability, and features may vary by state. Insurance products and their guarantees, including optional benefits and any crediting rates, are backed by the financial strength and claims ability of the issuing insurance company. Look to the strength of the life insurance company with regard to such guarantees, as these guarantees are not backed by the broker-dealer, insurance agent, or their affiliates from which the products are purchased. Neither these entities nor the representatives make any representation or assurances regarding the claims paying ability of the insurance company. Pacific Life Insurance Company is located in Newport Beach, California. This podcast was recorded on August 26, 2021. The state code for this podcast is 21-1.